Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is September 2nd, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to take you guys with me in a coffee chat this morning. It's been a while since I've done one, and certainly I've been anxious to have the opportunity to communicate with all of you wonderful people out there in the audience in a different format than I typically do with my situation updates and my interviews and roundtables. And by the way, uh, tonight, before I forget to mention it, we're going to be having Patriot Underground chat. I think it's number four, if I remember correctly, but this is um, directly for my supporters on Locals. Folks out there may not have heard. I actually posted on Telegram and Truth Social, but a lot of the audience may not be aware that I have found a new platform, sort of a new home to be able to accept support and donations and monthly subscriptions. And Locals is a really great platform. Really excited about it. So if you go to patriotunderground.locals.com, you can join for $5 a month or you can make a one-time donation and uh, get access to the Zoom link for tonight. That's going to be at 7.30. These conversations are always amazing, folks. I have to tell you, we have such a great group of people. We get together. We talk about the issues. We talk about every single angle that you could think of emotional, spiritual, political, philosophical, and the energy is just absolutely incredible. People have had the experience of being a part of these roundtables, whether it's the recorded ones, which by the way, for all my roundtable members out there, we're going to put together the next one very soon. I'm thinking maybe next weekend or the weekend after you'll be hearing from me. I'm going to reach out to you folks with an email. So I definitely want to continue with that. But whether it's those conversations that are recorded or the informal unrecorded ones like we're going to be doing tonight. They're just amazing folks. They're so deeply enriching. And quite honestly, I think everybody out there would really love to be a part of it. I recognize that not everyone out there can afford to make a donation or to become a supporter for $5 a month. And as I've said in the past, if you're hearing this message and you fall into that category where Finances are just too tight, and I completely understand that, folks. Just let me know. Reach out to me at Patriot Underground 2021 at gmail.com. Again, that's Patriot Underground 2021 at gmail.com. Just send me a message, and I will gladly share the Zoom link with you so that you can be a part of this amazing conversation. And I just also want to remind folks out there that this has never been about money. I know that when Whenever a new opportunity comes along for a podcaster, you know, you have to kind of filter it through the lens of what's right and what's appropriate for your audience. And these are sometimes can be, you know, a little bit, uh, well, sometimes these decisions can be a little bit difficult to make because you do recognize, I mean, I fully recognize that not everybody out there can afford to uh, to make a financial contribution, but I just want to remind folks that even though my goal is ultimately to become a full-time podcaster, and even though I am listener-supported, the number one most important thing to me is bringing people together, building this community, building this audience, and I never got into this for money, you know, so for anyone out there who thinks that that's what this is about, I would just remind everyone out there, you know, where I started and my mission that hasn't changed. And, you know, for folks who, uh, you know, who want to criticize, everyone out there has the right to their opinion. And certainly they have the right to express their opinion respectfully. But as far as I'm concerned, folks, I think it's pretty clear. It should be pretty clear to everybody out there that, you know, all of my intentions remain pure. I'm not here. I'm not in this for the money. It gives me the opportunity to build toward my goal, but I will never charge anybody for any of my recorded content. All of my interviews, all of my situation updates, coffee chats, roundtables, everything that's recorded is always going to be free. And so I know I've gotten a, a bunch of questions on that. People have emailed me, they've made comments on Telegram and so forth. So I just wanna remind everybody, all of my work is always gonna be free because ultimately, 
I'm here to be a part of this great awakening movement in whatever capacity I can and to offer whatever I can to this community and to this worldwide movement. And so, you know, for folks out there who, you know, were concerned about whether or not my, my stuff would, would be uh, behind a paywall, it's, uh, it's not going to be. And this, this just gives me the option, the, uh, the ability to uh, basically uh, to be listener supported and uh, to give folks the opportunity to have a little bit of bonus content in terms of, uh, you know, unrecorded sessions. I may be doing, actually, I, I've already decided that at some point, I don't know when, probably uh, maybe a little bit later this month, but uh, on Locals, you actually have the ability to go live. And, um, you know, that's going to be for supporters only. I'm going to have a, a Q&A session. It's not going to be recorded. It's not going to be uh, anything formal. It's just bonus content, I suppose you could say. Um, for all of my supporters out there, for all the amazing folks who have um, been able to uh, contribute and uh, to be a part of what I'm trying to build. So I just do um, really what this what this whole copy chat format is all about and why I love it. Um, and for those folks out there who may be new to my show, I mean, it's it's amazing to me. The platform is continuing to grow and um you know, so I recognize that I'm getting new new folks on here, maybe people who are listening to a coffee chat for the first time. And um, my coffee chats are really all about what's going on inside of us spiritually, emotionally, as a part of this great awakening journey. And I have to say that there's just so much depth and so much spiritual power to the people that I've been connected with. And God has just continually blessed me with the ability to make these connections. And I have to say the, the show that Gene and I did the other day for Lahaina, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, folks, I mean, we had some technical difficulties along the way, especially in the beginning. Uh, but once we really got off the ground and we started hearing from all the different folks from Calais to Wayne to, um, Maui, Linda, and forgive me, I'm probably dropping a couple of the names. Um, I forgot. There, there's a couple that are on the tip of my mind right now. I just can't recall driving around here. Uh, but it, it was just incredible, folks. Really just the, the, the power, the energy, the light that we're bringing into the world. It's just, it overwhelms me. And, you know, Gene was just so gracious and and thanking me for having it be on my platform for agreeing to do it. And I, you know, my my reaction to Gene, you could hear, was just, Gene, thank you. I mean, he was the one who came to me and, and offered to do this as a part of my platform. And I, you know, I, I never, I mean, I never would turn something like that down. In fact, I I consider it to be a high honor. And, um, you know, and you have these conversations and you listen to these people who are all one and the same with all of us. We all share the same heart, the same soul, the same vision. We're all a part of the same human family. And I have to say that my heart just completely, well, it went through a lot of different I guess a lot of different things. I mean, I, at certain points, my heart was just breaking, you know, listening to the details and, and really ab absorbing the full scope as best that I can from afar, you know, cause I'm all, all the way over here in the Northeast. And I've been to Hawaii a couple of times. I've actually been to, to Maui twice. Did not visit Lahaina, but certainly when I was there, I had a chance to you know, meet some of the lo local people and, it's a truly amazing place. It's unlike any other place that I've been to before. The um, There's just something about the natives on Hawaii that is incredibly, incredibly pure and loving and resilient. I mean, you can see the resilience, the spirit 
that came through from all the different speakers that we had on that panel the other night. And it's truly incredible to walk away with that feeling of just knowing that God has his hand on us. And that while we are engaged in this war, while we are unfortunately having to having to process and to absorb and to and to mourn so many of these tragic events along the way as a part of this epic battle between good and evil, there's just no question, at least in my mind and my heart, my soul, that God is in control. And yes, I do believe that, you know, a big part of that conversation, you recall that uh, Eric West, he, I, I didn't mention him. Uh, he was a really big part of that conversation in the beginning. Uh, you know, Eric laid out a very passionate case for getting people to mobilize, not in a violent way. I always have to make that very, very clear. Um, but to mobilize and to get people to stop sitting back and waiting for something to happen as opposed to actually getting out there and making something happen and the way that we do that is with large numbers like gene said we just overwhelm them with people and i know that everybody out there in my audience anyone and even beyond my audience anybody who can afford and has the means to be able to get to maui to get to lahaina to support the people, to support their rebuilding, support their, basically their economy. And by the way, you know, <laughs> folks who have been to Hawaii know how expensive it is. It came up, I think Gene mentioned it as well, that I mean, everything has to be, not everything, but most things have to be imported to the island directly. And the cost of, of goods is quite expensive. And how shocking and insulting it is that while billions and billions of dollars are being literally just shoveled into the Ukraine. And we know there's a whole conversation to be had there about the weapons and getting, getting rid of their old inventory. And I do believe that that is true. I think all the F-16s and you know the, the basically obsolete armaments that are being shipped over there are for a very specific reason that we've discussed. I think there's going to be part of this reversal event is that all of these resources that have been put into Ukraine eventually as we start to see the dominoes fall and more and more military coups happen, especially in Europe. And we're already seeing it in Africa, obviously Niger, and that's still a very, a very fluid situation there. I think it's pretty likely we're going to see some kinetic conflict. The West African deep state controlled bloc there is going to do their best to try to oust the uh, I think it's called the the junta the junta I, I don't really know how to pronounce that so forgive me but uh, you know the the military command structure that's been put in place there I do not believe they're going to be successful primarily because they have uh, the support of the Russians particularly the Wagner Group has troops stationed there and I think there's going to be very clear that the French the whole co the whole colonization that's being reversed that happened over hundreds of years in Africa to steal all of their resources. These counterattacks or these attempted counter coups are not going to be successful, folks. Mark my words. And we saw something very similar happen in Gabon the other, was it last week? So the dominoes are going to continue to fall. But once they start falling in Europe, then we're really going to see this reversal switch into high gear. And we're going to see all of this weaponry and all of these resources ultimately used to bring NATO down finally. But I digressed a little bit there. The point here is that, you know, getting back to Maui, getting back to the $700, the insult to send these people who have had their entire lives burned to the ground, have lost everything, and they're getting no support. Joe, Joe Biden didn't even have a comment to make when he was first asked about it. And we know it's fake Biden. We know this is all a movie, folks, but it's still absolutely incredible to watch all of these events unfold. And I do believe that with every single fifth generational attack that happens, and you know, there's there's multiple different angles to explore here. I mean, obviously, we don't want to continue to be 
be subjected to these fifth gen attacks. We don't want to see more people die. We don't want to see more destruction. We want this to end. All of us have wanted this to end for years. But nevertheless, we're still involved. It's clear that we're involved in an, an ongoing conflict. And indeed, the deep state is playing its final cards. They are maneuvered into this position, or they were, I should say, maneuvered into this position by the White House. But nevertheless, they still have these harp weapons. They still have the ability, the directed energy weapons, the tectonic weapons. They have these at their disposal. And as time goes on, obviously, you know, we're going to see, unfortunately, I should say, not obviously, but unfortunately, I think we're going to see more of these uh, strikes. And, uh, you know, I touched upon this in a recent episode. It's not that the White Hats are just simply allowing all of this to happen. I mean, in certain cases, they'll allow certain things to happen when it comes to, well, let's just say the, the theft of the election to set up the military sting. Right. But they're not going to allow without any type of attempt at intervention. They're not going to allow a direct kinetic attack against people. The very people that they're trying to save. We're, we're, this is the plan to save the world. Obviously, the White Hats made an effort. And as Gene explained, and this does happen in war, folks, even if the White Hats ultimately are in control of the overall chessboard and the direction that this war is headed. That doesn't mean that they're going to be able to thwart every single attack. And I know I've explained this before, but you know, this is a different sort of a war. And so I think we need to be reminded from time to time that while it's an unprecedented type of war, while it is fifth generational war, and so much of it is in a sense new to all of us, we have to remember that it's still warfare and warfare involves the inevitable result of casualties. There's going to be times when the White Hats simply are unable because the deep state still has, obviously they still have a lot of assets at their disposal. And so as Gene explained, they, the enemy attacked the entrances to the dumps for the Space Force on Maui so that they were unable to get their TR units mobilized to be able to neutralize this threat. And so as a result, we saw this horrible tragedy unfold. And of course, as all of this is unfolding, we're seeing more and more of a push for pandemic number two. We're seeing more and more of a push for this climate change agenda. And, you know, it's very curious to me that as we're seeing the deployment of all of this weather weaponry as a part of this fifth generational warfare, this conflict, that the climate change agenda has been built, this narrative has been built for such a long time. I happen to believe that the deep state always knew that it was gonna come down to this, that there was going to be a time that they were going to have to come out in the open and they were gonna essentially have to use all of these weather weapons. Actually, I shouldn't say come out in the open, but they were gonna to have to deploy all of their different assets to attack us in the final phases of this war. What's the best way to provide cover? to build the narrative that it's actually climate change that's causing all of these fires and these floods. And that's exactly what they've done. And that's why so many people out there, I don't even, I can't tell you what the percentages are, but all you have to do is look around folks. I mean, how many people are aware that this was a Pearl Harbor level type of event that we were, outright attacked and we all know the reasons i mean our, the mainstream media the the narrative the truth has not come out and so therefore so many people out there just think that this was a wildfire but yet at the same time i mean even though the people may believe at some level that this has to do with climate change and it has to do you know if, if they bought into this deep state narrative 
they have to have bought in pretty deep at this point to think that all of these events that we're seeing all over the world are directly as the result of climate change without any kind of human influence or perhaps non-human influence. In other words, that these are naturally occurring events due to climate change. And of course, the deep state, the mainstream media, the mockingbird media as a part of this MK Ultra programming, they built into it this whole narrative of climate change and the world basically having a, uh, an expiration date so that they could use all of these weapons, attack all of the people, have that plausible deniability. And heck, it hasn't even come to that yet. I don't even think a lot, enough people, a critical mass of people are even questioning whether this was, in fact, an actual kinetic attack as opposed to an organic event. But we can see now that more and more people, you know, ever since East Palestine and all of these train derailments, people have barely had a day in between to absorb one natural, quote unquote, natural disaster before there are like six other ones in the news. The train derailments, the fires, the earthquakes. And yeah, they want everyone out there to believe this is climate change so that they can get the public to acquiesce to that, to accept their agenda, to accept their tyranny. They're going to push this as hard as they can, folks, in the final phases. And we can have the discussion all day long about what elements of the news are real versus pantomime, who the, uh, who the individuals are that we're seeing on TV. Are they actually the real person? Or are they actors? Who's been executed? Who hasn't? And this is an interesting conversation, an important one to have. But at the end of the day, folks, it's, it's really far less important than actually getting to the point of mobilization of the people. I mean, we can have these, these conversations, but if they don't really get us closer to being able to push the envelope by mobilizing the people, like I talked about and Eric talked about the other day, um, then we're kind of missing the mark. I think that awakening isn't simply about just knowing the truth and, and talking about all the different issues and exploring it from all the different angles like I do on my show. I mean, that's my particular brand of what I can offer to the Great Awakening. But there's just so many different ways for people to do their part in this military-civilian alliance, to meet the, the White Hats at the appropriate point so that they know that they have the vast majority of the public behind them in order to do what they need to do, like Trump said. And like Jan Halper Hayes has mentioned, you know, being a part of that task force at the Department of Defense. And in essence, what they do, what she does as a part of this team, is monitor all of us. And not just us, but you know, we the people. They know which people out there or which podcasters or influencers, if you want to use that term, have a, a following. And they're, they're curious to see, you know, they're keeping their finger on the pulse of the, the overall consciousness of the people. And they're waiting until we hit that critical mass. And there's always going to be that debate until we, until we wake up and the day finally arrives that we hear the EAS. And that could be very soon. We don't know. I mean, certainly I believe it's going to be sometime before November of 2024. I mean, I'm fairly confident in saying that. And if it's not, well, I think that completely changes the nature of our conversations moving forward, as I've broken down in the past. I simply do not believe that we can go beyond that. And there are people out there listening who are very adamant that we can't go beyond 2023. And I'm not here to argue the simple reality of the matter is, is that none of us know exactly when it's going to happen, but we know that it's imminent. It has to happen in order for this movement to remain what it's always been, which is ultimately 
a grassroots army of digital soldiers who are functioning in a nonviolent way in partnership with a covert military alliance that's running a sting operation. That's what it's always been. But in order for it to stay that way, in order for this plan to work, well, let's face it, folks, we have to see some action. We can't allow, there simply is no room for another stolen election. We know that executive order 13848 is expiring. I think it's in like 10 days. You've heard Derek Johnson talk about it, I'm sure. Certainly you heard Dr. Scott Young talk about it when I had him on my last show. We see that the financial pyramid, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the Ponzi scheme of the fiat system, the central banking system is just completely collapsing. We just There's another black swan event. I think it's interesting that uh, it was an article I, I shared on Telegram that came out, it was Yahoo News. And they're talking about black swan event. They're actually using that terminology, which I find to be very interesting. We all know that Yahoo is not exactly a conservative mainstream media outlet. But nevertheless, they just came out with a headline essentially saying that there's another black swan event for China's real estate market going on right now. And this, I I can't remember exactly. I think the the real estate firm is called something like Country Garden. I think that might be it. I'm not really sure, but this is this is huge, folks. Their their entire real estate market is just collapsing. We know about Evergrande. We've talked about that. Certainly, going back to the Evergiven. I mean, heck, we've been talking about that for quite some time now. You all remember the ship that the White Hats essentially. Uh, trapped inside of the Suez Canal and everything that was on board that ship. But suffice to say here, folks, the entire system, the financial system is crumbling. And meanwhile, BRICS is expanding, as we know. Now, the summit may not have been as dramatic as some people may have hoped. A lot of people out there were thinking that they were just going to come out and unveil their new currency and Everything was going to just be laid out on the table. And, but, you know, I didn't think that was going to happen. And I agree with Jim Willie, his assessment that more or less that, yes, there was going to be, it was going to be very clear the direction that they're going. And of course, the expansion of this trade union that's happening. But in terms of the specifics, whether or not it's going to be a currency, whether it's going to be a gold token, that these things were going to be kept under wraps for very good reason. But what we do know is pretty incredible. We've got, what is it, six more countries that are becoming members of BRICS. And then I think there's, forgot how many others, like 14 or 14 or so, 12 others, I can't remember, that are applying. So we've got the ones that joined, I think, are Argentina. And I may forget a couple here, folks. Forgive me. I'm driving around. I'm trying to do this from memory. But Argentina. Uh, Saudi Arabia, of course, huge player, Egypt, uh, the UAE, and let's see, how many others can I remember? The UAE, oh, Iran, Iran, that's a huge one. Ethiopia, I mean, I think those are the ones that actually are joining BRICS, and then I think there are a bunch of other applicants, Algeria, um, Honduras, Bangladesh, Belarus, Bahrain. Uh, what are some of the others? Vietnam, Thailand, Venezuela. I think, I, like I said, I'll, I'll forget a couple, folks, but you get, the, you get the idea. This is expanding massively. They already have 80-plus percent of the world's GDP. And they have, I forgot what the percentage is of the world population, but it's well over 50% of the world's population. These are huge populations in these countries like indonesia for example massive population we we already know how big china is there's no mystery there but the point is folks is that the the pendulum is shifting it's already swinging in the other direction so many of the things that we're talking about here really have already happened and that's the pantomime element this is all being rolled out in my view and in the view of so many others this is all being rolled out to the public 
to digest and to absorb ahead of the, the big scare event that's coming, that's going to represent the flip. That's going to be the moment that all of history is going to remember as the turning point in the transition into the golden age. And you think about that, folks. It's September 2023. And as we all, I think, agree, I, I haven't heard anybody, I haven't read any comments out there that have challenged me on that or tended to disagree that, you know, that we can go past November 2024 and still keep this plan and this movement as it is the nature of what it is being nonviolent as digital soldiers. And we can't go beyond November of 2024. The disagreement that I've had is people saying, what are you talking about 2024? Why, why are you even going there? We can't get past 2023. And so again, I think we're all on the same page. That this reversal event, this scare necessary event that Q told us about, it's going to happen within the next year. And maybe a heck of a lot sooner. I mean, I, I just mentioned, reminded folks about EO13848. And as Dr. Scott broke down for us, the simple reality of the matter is, folks, is that they Trump put that executive order in place and fake Biden renewed it several times in order to facilitate this military sting operation, in order to provide or to construct the legal framework to take down anybody who is involved in election fraud and crimes against humanity. And so if that executive order meant anything at all, and we know that it does, we know that it really is the fulcrum on, on which so much of this hinges, of this military sting. That's why Trump getting into office was vitally important for this operation to continue this way so that they would not have to come in and do a hot coup. That's exactly what was going to happen if Hillary won. And I've talked about all of these things. I know that folks are, are very well aware, but it's, it's just an, important for everyone, I think, to, to always keep in mind you know, as as we go from day to day and, you know, we're trying to absorb all of the new developments, we're trying to figure out what it all means and decode everything. We just, we always have to remember the fundamentals. And what's truly important is the 40,000 foot view. And I know that my audience knows that. And so many of you, you know, appreciate the fact that I, that's primarily where I keep my focus. And I know, I mean, it just, it just occurred to me that uh, I started off the coffee chat today by saying I don't typically uh, talk about uh, the latest developments and so on. Uh, and I, <laughs> I realize that's exactly what I've been doing, but it's just, there's just so much going on, folks. But, you know, all of us have been transformed into such, such amazing and powerful people as a, as a result of this journey. And I'm continually reminded of that. I can't wait to talk to everybody tonight on the Patriot Underground chat to to hear people's perspective. And you know, it's it's incredible to me how enriching and how much of an education I walk away with after listening to my audience. You know, people say routinely to me that you know, they learn new things, and sometimes people say that they go back and listen to my podcast multiple times to absorb all the information. But I have to tell you, folks. I mean, when I read your comments. And specifically, when I talk to my fellow patriots on the roundtable or these chats like we're going to do tonight, I learn so much. And specifically, it reminds me what's truly important, the spiritual element of this war, because it really is a spiritual war. It's a war on multiple different levels, on so many different fronts. It's so all-encompassing. But at the end of the day, it's spiritual. And that's where I base, that's, that's where my lens is, that 40,000 foot lens. It's always rooted in spirituality. And everything that we're seeing unfold right now in the world, 
is a manifestation of that battle between good and evil. And I've always been a believer in humanity. I've told people so many times along the way that were it not for my deep-rooted belief and faith in the goodness of humanity and the people out there, even the people, especially actually the people who are the normies, the sleepers. If I didn't have that belief and that faith ultimately in their goodness and their innate humanity, and when I say innate humanity, what I mean is the innate goodness inside of us all, because as human beings, we are manifestations of the creator. We are extensions of his life, of his love, of his passion. And yes, we've been blessed because God has chosen all of us to be the awakened, to be the tip of the spear, to be the very mortar and brick with which this foundation is being built. That's who we are. But at the same time, I've always recognized the goodness in all of humanity. I shouldn't say all, but in a vast, vast majority, overwhelming majority of people out there at their core are good. At their core, if they knew the truth and they're learning, they're waking up. And we've talked about why you can't, you know, you can't force this on people. You can't cram it down their throats. It doesn't work. Even if you're the white ads, even if you're the military, perhaps even more so, you try to cram it down people's throats. You try to force it before everyone's ready. What do you get? War. You get civil war. And by the way, it's not just simply the threat of civil war. I mean, as if that weren't bad enough. But you'd also have undoubtedly foreign invasion going on at the same time. Let's face it, folks, the United States has a lot of enemies. And for good reason, by the way. But what better time to launch an assault, to launch an invasion, than when we're all fighting each other, when we're all, when we're not united. That's why unity is so important. That's why. That's a major reason that Trump did not come out and sign the Insurrection Act, why he didn't do all the things that we expected, that we were shocked at the time that were not done because we did not understand at that point the whole picture. We didn't have a grasp yet on what, was, what would have happened if we had gotten what we wanted. And if you've been listening to my show for a while, you've heard me talk about God always knowing what we need and what we don't need and what desires and ambitions inside of us, even though they're coming from a good place, would be disastrous if they actually came to fruition. And I do believe that this is a primary example of that. If we have gotten what we wanted, after January 6th, and Trump had signed the Insurrection Act and all of these things, all of these actors were taken down. The Marines came in. I think there would have been absolute chaos and destruction and devastation. I think the mainstream media would have very easily been able to manipulate a critical mass of the population into believing that this was a military coup, that Trump was refusing to cede power. They were building that narrative. You remember his entire term. They would have been able to convince the public to take up arms against one another. And at that same exact time, we would have seen massive foreign invasion. We, I mean, how many times have we talked about Chinese troops, UN troops that are already on U.S. soil? And how this connects to the whole crisis at the border. All of these military aged men coming in, scattered throughout the country and all of these cells, which by the way, still have to be dealt with. And that's going to be a big part of what goes down when the EAS goes off. I think we are going to see kinetic battles take place. I think there are sleeper cells, but I also believe that the White Hats know exactly where they are. Do I think they're going to be able to prevent every single attack, every single sleeper cell? No. 
And the same way that I don't believe that they're going to, we were just talking about what happened in Lahaina. So you can't have the expectation that the white hats are going to, you know, are going to come out and finally make their presence known. But in the, and in that process that no one is going to die, that people aren't going to get hurt because this is war. And it's not me being insensitive. Believe me when I tell you, folks, if there was anything that I could do, if there was anything that any one of us could do, if any of us had the power to prevent loss of life, any loss of life, we would do everything that we could. And that's exactly what the Alliance is doing. And people have to appreciate that it's not just about what, you know, what we saw happen in Lahaina the devastation, you know, that's what we see. That's what the conversation is about. But we don't see all of the different attacks that were thwarted, all of the deep state, all of the cabal plans to completely annihilate all of us. So many of those have been stopped. And when it happens, you know, it's, it's, it's kept under wraps. It's, it's, it's covert. I do believe that despite all of the criticisms out there, and I, I do agree with a lot of what people have to say in terms of the value in bringing the truth directly to the people. I mean, Terry Cassidy, I have amazing respect for Terry. Everybody knows that. We work well together. I have her on my show. And she makes a very passionate case and a very convincing case for the White Hats, the Alliance, for trusting humanity to be able to accept and absorb the truth, to give us more credit than they're giving us. And I, I can't falter on that. I can't disagree. I happen to have a slightly different perspective in the sense that I, I think that I emphasize more, or at least um, when I when I do my analysis, my more of my emphasis, I think, is placed on the flip side of the coin. And I think that that Terry does a great job in making that passionate argument for the truth, for the White Hats to come out and reveal the truth. But I still believe that there are very significant tactical reasons that are ultimately life and death choices that the Alliance has to make that are based on exactly that issue of whether or not we come out, when do we come out? When do we reveal our presence to the people? It connects directly to what I was talking about with Jan Halper Hayes and what she revealed to all of us publicly, that this is what they're waiting for. They have the goods. They know, they have all of the evidence it's not a question of building the case. They've got the case. It's the, it's the American people. It's, it's the people all throughout the world, but specifically right here in the United States, because this is ground zero for this war. They're waiting for there to be a critical mass of support before they finally come out of the shadows. And there's also the implosion of the financial system. There's the geopolitical elements obviously ukraine and taiwan which i think is still going to pop off in the not too distant future i do think that we are going to see kinetic action on taiwan or there are some people out there that i highly respect that have said the opposite but this has already been settled diplomatically this is part of the pantomime um you know, I respectfully disagree. I do believe that, yes, many different elements are pantomime. And certain, certainly a lot of this probably has been worked out diplomatically, but that doesn't mean that they don't have to go in there and root out this cancer. We know about the dumbs. We know about the bio labs. And this has to be dealt with in the same way that it was in Ukraine. And this is, you know, this is an ongoing situation here. You know, so for people saying that, you know, the Ukraine war is over and Taiwan isn't going to get kinetic, I mean, we'll see what happens, folks. But certainly every indication is pointing in that direction. And also, we've got North Korea 
testing tactical nuclear weapons. And I've said, I've been very consistent in saying that I do believe that North Korea is going to be a huge player in this climactic and this scare necessary event that I believe is going to be a nuclear threat, a threat of nuclear exchange that's going to accompany the collapse, the black swan collapse of our financial system. And you know, Lord knows what else, what other cards they're going to play and when they're going to play them. We've been talking about the false flag, the alien invasion. I think that all of these different events are going to culminate into one storm. The eye of the storm. We're already in it. We're already in this near-death experience. We're already at the precipice of destruction. But boy, I'll tell you, when all of these things converge, all of these different storm clouds converge, folks, we are going to witness truly biblical events unfold in the next year. It's just there's just no other way. There's no other adjective that I think can really do it justice. It's going to be biblical. Everything is going to change. Everything's already changing. Everybody can feel it. This is the birthing process of an entirely new era for humanity, a golden age. And indeed, that process is painful. And all of us have been made to feel the brunt of it for quite a long time. But I would continue to encourage everybody out there to keep their heads high, to keep their spirits up, to keep their hearts connected to God Almighty. Because ultimately, this is God's plan. This is God's war. It's always been his plan for his people. And we are his people. He's faithful. He will not forsake those who love him. And in that love that brought us together, we have found so much purpose, so much strength, so much love. We've reignited humanity, the passion that we have for each other, for the possibilities of the future, for justice for all that's been done. That fire has never burned brighter, has never been hotter than it is now. And I can tell you folks with 100% certainty that we've only just begun to witness the true passion and power of humanity when we are fully united. And that's not too far off, folks. That's really ultimately what we're building toward. That's why RFK has been brought into this, at this stage, into the plan. It's all about the unification of humanity. That's what the White Hats are waiting on. All of these other elements, I do indeed believe, are vitally important vectors, vitally important areas that we need to track along the way. But in essence, what it's really about is the unification of God's people, a spiritual war, an enemy that was designed for one purpose, an enemy army, I should say, that was designed for one purpose, and that was to tear us apart, to divide us, to weaken us, so that we could never find the essence of who we really are. And our true power be connected and unified and recognizing that while we may have differences, while we may not agree on everything, while we might not even all get along all the time. And I think by recognizing and rallying around that and unifying around that, all of the other differences, all of the other grievances, all of the other disagreements and all of the nonsense that the cabal has used to keep us suppressed by keeping us divided is going to dissolve, especially when we realize collectively, of course, all of us have long since realized this, but when the collective consciousness fully accepts the real epidemic, the real problem, the real crisis of human trafficking, specifically children, 
I have to, I have to pause because you know, I was, I was trying to, trying to not get emotional folks. I mean, it's hard not to, when it comes to children. What they've done is truly depraved and unspeakable. And I talked about that innate goodness that I believe in, in humanity. And when people know the truth, all of the things that you know we spend so much of our time preoccupied with, all of this nonsense, all of this bullshit, excuse my language, but folks, it's all going to go away. Consciousness itself is going to be transformed. It's never going to be the same. It's the fifth dimension. And we can all feel the matrix dissolving every single day. So I am absolutely thrilled and excited and elated and just on fire for where we are right now, but more so for where we're headed. We have fought valiantly, folks, and I promise you it has not been in vain. And we are all going to celebrate victory together in Jesus' name. All right, everyone, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Please do me a favor and let me know what you thought of today's broadcast. Hit that like button if you did enjoy and make sure you're following me on the different platforms I'm on. I'm on BitChute, Rumble, Podbean, Odyssey, and now Locals. And again, you can see the uh, link and click on that link to become a member or make a one-time donation. I really hope that people out there will consider doing that and consider being a part of these Patriot Underground chats that we're doing. I'd like to expand it and get more and more folks involved. Again, if you have a financial hardship and you're not able to contribute in that way, but would love to contribute and participate, please, again, email me, patriotunderground2021 at gmail.com. Also, folks, I want to remind everybody out there that you can support me by going to my merch store, which is patriotunderground.shop. So many of you have made a purchase. And I just want to say thank you and God bless to each and every one of you, the support that I've received in various different forms from financial to spiritual and emotional. It's just been incredible. And, um, I, I just, there's never, there's no way that I can thank you folks enough. And my way of trying to thank you is just to, to get on here and do my very best to give you the content that so many of you have come to love and even come to depend on, which really blows me away when I hear people say that, but thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, if you're interested in rolling over your 401k and your IRA, I think now I've made the argument many times now really is the best opportunity to do that because again, folks, you know, your, your 401k, your IRA, that's tied up in the stock market. And in essence, really it's, What's the, the stock market is tied directly to the fiat dollar. And we can see, I talked about BRICS tonight. I talked about this multiple on multiple different shows and broken down why it's so key to get out of the dollar, to get out of the stock market and not to just sit back and, and rely on what you're being told is going to happen with the QFS because the simple reality is, folks, just like with the timing of this plan, right? We have no idea the real nuts and bolts and facts about what the QFS is going to ultimately look like, how it's going to be rolled out. What we do know from a financial standpoint is that the system is crumbling. The world is going gold-backed. BRICS is leading the charge. De-dollarization is happening. The stock market that they're propping up with all of their confidence games and all of their tactics that they use to gaslight the people. Because really, that's all the fiat dollar is based on. It's just based on confidence. It's based on hot air. And they're continuing to blow that hot air. But let me tell you something, folks. It's all going to pop. 
in the very near future. And so why not make that simple transition? It's so easy to just take all of that wealth. It doesn't matter you know, how much, how long you've been working. The, the, this simple reality of the matter is, folks, is that it's money that you've earned. It's your energy. It's what you've offered the world. And regardless of whether or not you love your job or hate your job, or the, the, simple, the simple truth is, is that you are a vitally important part of this economy, whether you realize it or you don't. And your energy in the form of money has been stolen time and time again. And they're getting ready. They're already doing this. They're stealing from people's bank accounts. They're shutting down bank accounts. This is only going to get worse. And so I advise people, not being a, a financial advisor, but I my advice to people is based in common sense. We know that precious metals are going to increase in value. Or bare minimum, they're going to hold their value and gold is going to get pegged. I, I'm telling you, folks, it's going to get pegged at a much, much higher rate than it is now, as is silver and other precious metals. Do the right thing. Go to patriotundergroundgold.com or patriotundergroundsilver.com if you're interested in qualifying for up to $10,000 in free silver, depending upon the nature of your account. Folks, now is the time to do it. I'm telling you, this is the best financial decision that you can make right now and possibly the best one you'll ever make in your life. A couple other things I want to mention before I sign off today. If you're looking for the best beef, grass-fed, no hormones, no mRNA injections, no antibiotics, free-range organic steaks. By the way, I just had a filet mignon last night from grassfedinusa.com. I'm telling you folks, it's the best steak I've ever tasted. And I've been into many great steakhouses. This filet that I just ate last night was as good or better than any I've ever tasted. Shipped directly to your door at prices that absolutely slay the competition. Grassfedinusa.com. Click the link in the description. And finally, folks, all of us need to switch stores. All of us need to reallocate our financial resources with our spiritual and realign them with our spiritual and political values. You've heard me talk about this movement for quite some time now, switching to a patriotic company for all of your household and your personal items that are, by the way, the best out there, the best supplements, the best essential oils, the best household cleaning products, and the best personal hygienic products that you're going to find. And you don't have to go into the big box stores. You don't have to give Walmart that's still trafficking children openly with their $25,000 pillows. I mean, we've all seen this over and over again, folks. It's, it's absolutely disgusting. I refuse to walk into a Walmart. I will not give the big box stores my money. There are times, unfortunately, where I'm forced into purchasing certain items from these cabal controlled corporations. But every time I do it, it, it sticks in my craw. I absolutely hate it. And the reverse is true. When I can do my shopping and know that my money is not going to the cabal, but rather is going toward a patriotic company that's supporting my work, that's supporting what we're doing and putting out the truth, that makes me feel wonderful. And the, the folks out there in my audience who have made the switch and the many others who aren't part of my audience who have made that switch. There's a reason, folks, that more than 95% of the people who make that switch never go back. It's because of the quality of the products. It's because of the customer service. But ultimately, more than anything, it's because we have found a way to circumvent the big box conglomerates. This is what we need to do. We're creating a parallel economy, folks. We are the tip of the spear. If not us, who? And if not now, when? PatriotUndergroundGold.com, PatriotUndergroundSilver.com, GrassFedInUSA.com slash PatriotUnderground, and Switch-Stores.com slash PatriotUnderground. You'll see all of these links in the description, folks. If you want to get active, this is an easy way to do it. You want to protect your wealth. 
you want to reallocate your financial resources, if that resonates with you, this is the way to do it, folks. These are the opportunities that I bring you. And I promise you that every single broadcast that I do that's recorded, like I mentioned earlier, regardless of, I don't care if you support me financially or you don't, you're always going to have free access to my content because ultimately I believe that I've been blessed with the ability to have this platform, with the ability to have a voice that so many people out there resonate with. And I'm never going to put a price tag on that. You have my word, folks. I love each and every one of you. I believe in humanity. I'm passionate about what I do. And I'm honored to be in this position and to be walking this path on this journey with all of you. So God bless everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back soon with another report. But until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.